This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Yes, it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. You know what that music means. It's Saturday. It's 5 o'clock. It means it's what I learned this week on TikTok. It is uh, the sensational segment we do every time this week. Every week this time? I'm not sure. We do it Saturday at 5 o'clock every single week. That's what I'm trying to say. So you're saying to yourself, Gordon, I don't know what the heck this is. The first time I'm tuning in. Well, I, as a 51-year-old man, spend way too much time on that TikTok app. But it's because I learn so every single week I'm learning things. I learned more on that app in a couple of weeks than I did in college. Now, that might be speaking about what I learned. You know, the bar might be set low there. I'll grant you that. But I learned so much every single week, and we've formulated this segment. How it works is I'll give you four pieces of information, one of which is completely true, three of which are completely made up. And um, the producers of the show, I let them shine in this segment. Callers, if you want to get involved, 1-800-919-ESPN. Certainly feel free. And uh, we'll see how it plays out. Now, Jacob and um, Harvey, is, is Harvey in the studio today? Julian's in the studio today. Excuse me, Julian. I apologize. So Julian and uh, Jacob, they will be participating. Now, Jacob is a veteran. Julian, have you played before? Uh, yes, last you week have played was first time. Yeah, and you did well the first time, from what I remember. Uh, one of was, two. Yeah, well, look, one of two is very impressive. Bat, it's, like, it's like a batting average. You're slugging very high. You've got a good contact rate. Your exit velo is excellent. So I will leave it up to you, Jacob. You, uh, Jacob, you want to go first? You want to let uh, Julian go first? How do you want to do this? Age before beauty, success over failure. How do you want to break this down? Uh, I mean, I guess I'm used to taking a beating at this point. I might as well right. go up first and just. You, uh, you get it right out of the way. Rip it off like a bandit. Right, exactly. I got you. All right. <clears throat> I think this one's a little uh, easier, so I'll give you this one right off the top. Number one. In 2016. Mozart outsold Beyonce and Rihanna combined in CDs. Number two, Gucci once bought a pigeon for a million dollars. Number three, there are more public libraries than McDonald's in the United States. Or number four, Bill Gates designed his latest house on an iPad. So to recap, number one, in 2016, Mozart outsold a Beyonce and Rihanna in combined CDs. Number two, Gucci once bought a pigeon for a million dollars. Number three, there are more public libraries than McDonald's in the U.S. Or number four, Bill Gates designed his current house, or his latest house, excuse me, his latest house on an iPad. Wow, this is a... Tough one. Yeah, kind of. you said it was going to be easy. But come on, man. I will say this. In this edition of what I learned on TikTok, I think we might have the most unbelievable fact we've ever learned. Now, I'm not saying it's in this section, but we will use it at some point <laughs> this afternoon. Oh, man. It got me worried. Uh, but if, hmm, to start out, do I want to knock it out the park or do I just want to process you do what, it? You do you, buddy. You got you to gotta do what you got to do. I'm going to go with, because, uh, you know, designers are really outrageous. Uh, actually, oh, sorry. Mm, see, the, I'm stuck between Mozart or Gucci. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Sometimes a winning strategy, you knock out two. They always told you that back in school. You have a multiple choice. You knock the two out, you know it's not. And then you decide between the other two. It's not really worked out well in this game in the past, but no, you never know. There's a first time for everything. I'm going to go with uh, Bill Gates. Bill uh, Gates. Yes, he did his latest house on okay. an iPad. You're going to lock it in? I am going to... Locked in. All right, Lock can't change it now. No, that's incorrect. That is uh, oh made that one gosh. up. That's completely fictional. No, Bill Gates is not designed. He's, he's, he's not. Uh, he's not an Apple guy. Come on. So now you're down to three. Mozart outsold Beyonce and Rihanna Jeez. combined in CDs in uh, 2016. I'm just going Gucci. My, I'm just going my original. <laughs> All right. Well, we, what are you gonna go for the? What was your original one? It was uh, Mozart outsold Beyonce and Rihanna. On CDs. Combined in CDs. Combined, you're gonna, yes. You're going to lock that in. I am indeed going to lock it in. That is correct, yes. Mozart, I don't know. Mozart, see, the thing is that Mozart put out, well, he didn't, whoever rules his estate, he's not alive anymore, but they put out a series of CDs that year. So he, he had like, let's say, 12 CDs that all came out that year. So I don't know how many albums Beyonce and Rihanna put out that year, but it was not, you know, so obviously he sold more CDs as a result of that. And I mean, it's kind of skewed in his favor. I should have, I mean, originally. You wanted to go with, with that one originally, right? Yeah, because I, I do spend time at home and I just listen to it just because, you know, something different. Really? You, Mozart, you listen to Mozart. Not more so Mozart, just classical music. I throw classical in music, anything right. in general. Yeah, that, I, I that actually jazz. despise classical music, mm. but I love the NFL films music. <laughs> so you uh, go figure. I don't know. All right, well, one for two. Not a bad job. Now Julian has done well in the past. Are you ready, Julian, for uh, for your next one here? Next I am challenge? ready. All right, let's do this. Here we go. Number one. The average IQ in the U.S. is going up three points on average every year. Number two, the singer The Weeknd got his stage name from his mother's maiden name, which is Saturday. Number three, it is illegal to eat more than three sandwiches at a funeral repast in Massachusetts. Or number four, Michael Jackson's hair caught on fire at the exact midpoint of his life. So to recap, the average IQ in the U.S. is going up three points every single year on average. Number two, the singer The Weeknd got his stage name from his mother's maiden name, which is Saturday. Number three, it's illegal to eat more than three sandwiches at a funeral repast in Massachusetts. Or, number four, Michael Jackson's hair caught on fire at the exact midpoint of his life to the day. My gut is saying two and three. Those sound the most two likely. And three. Okay. Got to narrow it down. Just one more spot. <laughs> I think I'm going to go three. There's always those weird laws that are just weird the laws. There are a lot of now. weird laws. So you're going to lock in. Uh, th you cannot eat legally more than three sandwiches uh, after a funeral in Massachusetts. I will lock that in. That is that is incorrect. No, that is wrong. No, I just made that. That's one I just. <laughs> Incorrect. So you're you're down to three now. Average IQ, the singer of the weekend, or Michael Jackson. Let's go with two then. I'll lock that one in. The singer, the weekend. Yes. Lock it in. I'll lock it in. 
No, that's also incorrect. That is also one that I just uh, made up. Yep. No, the singer of the weekend did not. His mother's maiden name is not the is not Saturday. Uh, I just made that one up. So now you're down to uh, just the two. You got the average IQ, and you got Michael Jackson. That seemed tough. Um, I'll let's go with Michael Jackson. Lock it in. I'll lock that one in. That is correct. This is the most unbelievable thing I might have ever heard. Michael Jackson, the day of the Pepsi commercial, he had lived up until that point 25 years, 4 months, and 29 days. From that point, from that day on, he lived 25 years, 4 months, and 29 days. Isn't that incredible? That's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. I had to check it out. I had to do the math myself, and I hate doing math. I think that I think of all Jacob. You've been uh, around for a lot of these editions of what I learned on TikTok. The one that I always go to is there's uh, sharks are older than trees. Uh, Mike the headless chicken who had his head cut off and lived for another six months. That was incredible to me. But I think the fact that Michael Jackson, the day of the Pepsi commercial, was the exact midpoint of his life is incredible. Is this a bookmark in uh, what I learned in TikTok history? I, I feel like it is. Like that, Don't you think that's incredible? From that point on, he had up until that point, 25 years, 4 months, 29 days. From that point on, 25 months, 4 months, 29 days. Wow. You don't seem as impressed. Now, honestly... I showed my emotion behind the mic, and I kind of was, okay, like kind of surprised about it. That's, I think the, that's absolutely incredible. Just because that Pepsi commercial shoot was always like infamous, yeah, because what happened infamous. to yeah, oh, Michael it, after, it completely but, changed the direction of his life. Oh, no, no question. But um, the, the crazy, the underlying story is the one you brought up. That that the fact that nobody has ever said that before I, that I've heard. I don't know. Maybe it's a well-known fact that I just didn't know. But you guys didn't know it either. No, so that's, yeah, this is literally. I don't feel time. like it's a well-known fact. I feel like that should be a well-known fact. All right, Anthony is in the mail truck. He always likes to take part in what I learned on TikTok. Anthony, you've heard a lot of these editions of these of this of this segment. Have you ever heard a more unbelievable fact than that Michael Jackson one? No. Okay. So it's not just. And it's I, all I four of us. Honestly, We're all in agreement. Then that's pretty good. Yeah, and I think this segment should be what I learned on TikTok with Gordon and Anthony, honestly. You have about as good a shot of that as uh, Don and Peter have of getting on the Michael K. show. I'll just, I'll just, you know, putting their names on the show. So if that happens, oh, I was going to say, well, that's a that's a good shot there. No, no, I mean of putting their name of K allowing their names to actually be on the show. Yeah, no, that that won't happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. All right, Anthony, here we go. Um, number one. The creator of the Rubik's Cube needed six months to solve it the first time he tried. Number two, there are more games on Roblox. I don't know if you have kids, Anthony, but Roblox is a very popular uh, website with kids. There are more games on Roblox than there are people in the United States of America. Number three, in 1992, a shipping container with 28,000 rubber ducks was lost at sea, and to this day, yellow rubber duckies are still being found around the world. Or number four, the creator of the most popular nozzle used on fire hoses is unknown because the patent for that nozzle was destroyed in a fire. So there you go. There's your four. All right? 
So if if number two is the correct answer, I will never call for this segment again. So I'm just going to cross that one off the list. Um, okay. What was number What was number two? Ro- Roblox. The, uh, yeah. Okay. The Roblox. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the. I want. I'm going to go with the rubber duckies. Rubber duckies. You going to lock that in? Locked in. Yeah. Anthony has done another fantastic job. Anthony, good job, my friend. Yes, 1992. That is correct. A, a ship. It was going from Japan, I believe, to uh, to uh, to Washington State. And one of the it was stormy seas, and one of the containers was lost with 28,000 rubber ducks. And even to this day, yellow rubber duckies are still being found around the world. Congratulations, Anthony, another love, fine job. Love me some rubber ducks. Get out of here! Good job, Anthony. Uh, we'll talk again next week. Thank you. Yeah, good job. You got it. Uh, look, that is um, that's a good one. He, he he's doing a little too well, I think. I think maybe we got to limit the exposure on on Anthony a little bit. Now, is he? My thing is, are you reading and feeding him uh, answers? I'm not. I, 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 I will tell you right now. You know like, me. I like to torture people, so no, I am definitely not feeding him any information. I don't like the fact. I that would be feeding him false information if I could. I don't like the fact he tried to add his name to the show, and then you know yeah, you that, guys are kind of working. Gonna we're gonna have to give Anthony a couple, a little, a couple. Yeah, we're gonna have to send a message here. No question. <laughs> you guys want one more crack at this here combined? I got one more for this week if you want it. I'll take it. Why not? All right, here we go. Number one, pirates did not wear eye patches generally because they lost an eye. They wore them so they could see below deck. Number two, giraffes' tongues can grow up to three feet. Number three, the inventor of the microwave, Percy Spencer, only made 50 bucks from his invention. Or number four, only six people have been documented to have survived the symptoms of rabies. So again, number one, pirates did not wear eye patches because of the lost eye. Generally, they wore them so they could see below deck. Number two, giraffes' tongues can grow up to three feet. Number three, the inventor of the microwave, Percy Spencer, only made 50 bucks on his invention. Or number four, only six people have been documented to have survived rabies when showing symptoms. All right. Uh, I think Julian has his answer locked in. I'm. What are you going with, Julian? What do you got? Um, from what I've seen, I think it's one that that's the pirates. Yeah, I think. Okay, that was me you're going one. pirates, J- yeah, uh, Jacob. What, what are you going with, pal? Uh, I, I was thinking pirates, but okay. also uh, I was thinking giraffes too. G- okay, the giraffe. Uh, so I might go giraffes. You're gonna you're gonna switch it up so at least one of you you increase your odds anyway. I mean, yeah. Whether I get it wrong or right, <laughs> doesn't matter as long as someone gets. You just like see what a good person Jacob is. He just wants to uh, somebody to succeed. Exactly. You locked in. I am going to. Lock All right. In. So both of them are locked in. I can tell you, one of you are is correct. And it's Julian. Yes, pirates wow. apparently did not wear eye patches generally because of a lost eye. They wore them because their eyes would get fried out in the sun all day. So then when they went below deck, they could flip up that eye patch and, and be able to adjust the darkness of the under the deck uh, area of the boat. I don't know what they call that. But that's the that's that's what you got. So very good job, Julian. Very good job, Jacob. Very good job, Anthony. And that, my friends, is what I learned this week on TikTok. And now because of this beautiful segment, you have learned it too. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number coming up. We'll talk Yankees. We'll talk uh, NFL picks. Lots to do before 530. It's Gordon Damer, 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. 
You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. people it is 98.7 fm espn new york it is time you know music it's time for our nfl picks for this week and i will tell you before anytime anybody gives you picks they got to tell you what they did the week before at least they should if they don't tell you what they did before they're hiding something and when we look back on week one all i can say is mistakes were made mistakes were made we went two and four last week. Uh, I picked six games for some reason. I probably should have stopped at five because on the uh, old uh, Cover 5 app, I went two and three, which is not good, but it's better than two and four. And I should tell you, football fans, it's not too late to sign up for Cover 5. It is a free-to-play pick'em game for season-long fun. You can compete against your friends, your rivals, and your favorite 98.7 ESPN host. I don't know how you're going to get your rivals to sign up. My rivals, I, I avoid their emails. I avoid their text messages, but your rivals, your friends, everybody, do it. All you have to do is you pick five games every week, and the best score against the spread throughout the regular season, you win a thousand bucks. It's free. Here's a free thousand bucks on the table for you, people. Also, there'll be uh, prizes awarded each week, so you have one hot week. You could be looking at a hundred bucks. All you got to do: sign up for Cover Five, join the 98.7 ESPN League. It's code NY22 on the Cover 5 app and Cover5.com. And you can visit ESPNNewYork.com for full contest rules. All right, here's my five for this week, people. And take them uh, as you will. Number one on the board, the New York Giants. Giants at home facing the Panthers minus a point and a half. Look, I get it. I've made fun of the Giant fans for being fully on board. But I'm on board for this week. I do not like Carolina. I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy. Sure, the Giants were two for 10 on third down last week. Sure, they scored 34. They had 34% of their yards, only came on two plays. Sure, they never do well when playing with prosperity. But this is a different time. This is a different regime. And we can tell that immediately after one game, for sure. So give me the Giants minus a point and a half. Game number two, I am a big fan of what I I like to call the happiness hedge. And the Ravens at home against the Dolphins, Baltimore minus three and a half. I am absolutely, if you think I care that much about this contest thing, I want to get something out of a Dolphin loss. And this is my way to do it. I'm going with the Ravens. Last year they played, Miami absolutely crushed them. They, they, that game is still fresh in their mind. Lamar Jackson, that game is still fresh in his mind. They'll be able to uh, handle, I think, things better this time around. I expect a low-scoring, kind of ugly affair. So give me the Ravens, minus three and a half. Next game, Lions at home against Washington. I got to tell you, week one is always a time for overreactions. But taking a look at that Washington game last week against Jacksonville, I was kind of impressed with Washington. I did not expect to be impressed by Washington all that much. They do have some nice playmakers. I'm not a big fan of Carson Wentz. But the Lions are 3-14-1 in their last 18 games. How are they giving up points? They could be at home. They could be on the road. They could be on the moon. Give me Washington plus a point and a half. 
Next game. There's a lot of games with high point spreads this week, and I like to. I, I generally like to take the points rather than give the points. But there is one game that I feel like I have to take the points, and that's with the Packers. Packers looked terrible last week, but they had a lot of things that if they had broken just simply the other way, they would have looked a whole lot better. They had that fourth and goal at the one. They had another fourth and and one where they failed to convert. They had plenty of opportunities, just were not able to do so. They're taking on the Bears. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. I don't believe in the Bears. So give me the Packers minus the 10. I think it's a blowout. It's like 28-10 final score. And then finally, we get Minnesota. Minnesota and the Eagles. I expect a shootout game. I was kind of surprised the Eagles' defense was as lacking as it was last week against the Lions. I think Minnesota is uh, uh, going to be a surprising team this year. That was the team I picked to win the NFC North. Nothing changed my opinion from, from week one. They're getting points, two and a half on the road. I know it's a, a big stage, and, of course, the quarterback never does. Kirk Cousins never does well on the big stage. But give me Minnesota plus the two and a half. And those are my picks, my five picks for week number two in the NFL. Look, we're, we're just about out of time. We got the football game, LSU, coming up. Brian Kelly's working on his southern accent as we speak. We did not get much time to talk about the Yankees today. Hopefully, things turn around. Hopefully, last night was not an indication of where we're going to go back to. I'd like to think that, at this point, the division is kind of settled. But they still have some games against the Blue Jays. They still have some games against the Red Sox. And it's about time that the Yankees start putting some things in place. And they got a lot of things to put in place. They got a long way to go and a short time to get there. And uh, if they're not going to start to turn things around fairly soon, even before guys start to get back from injury, this is going to be a very short playoff run. It might not even be a playoff walk. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.